0: Hello, you're listening to Nyanabi on the Curious Bodhi podcast, and this is something I wrote in France on a vacation. Uh, enjoy. There's a small voice inside saying, none of this is me, none of this is me. Suppose you want me to give you some theory, some preposition on what you should do exactly to awaken, to simply be natural. That would be just another shadow, another cover-up. True, as I'm using my mind to direct these words to you, I know it's not me. It's not me, yet it's a part of me, useful for certain things, least of all worrying, most of all creating gorgeous pieces of art and writing these words to you. But did you notice how the regular mind is so insecure and needy? It's got 1,001 emotions. Sometimes, we just lose the plot completely, forget and go aimless, and point the gun right at ourselves with cutting words and slicing bolts of lightning into ourselves, beating ourselves up. But sometimes we see the compassion and the laughter in the smallest of notions. We can really let go and laugh at ourselves. Laziness gets in the way, and that is what minds do the most. The mind is just lazy and fixates on one thing at a time without seeing the bigger picture the larger view the grander view is beyond but even this misses the point beyond indicates somewhere else it is not somewhere else that is impossible because all limitations and even imagination going to places you've never been and your wildest fantasies are all contained in your own mind. They're all within, even your self-image. How you see and imagine yourself and you're so sure about it cannot even be true because others see and imagine you differently. Wow. This is what Buddhists mean when they say that everything is empty and that you have no self. No two viewpoints, by definition, can have the same outcome, even the smallest things. Let's take Trump as an example. Say you think Trump is a beep, and your friend also thinks Trump is a beep, you'll both have slightly different reasons for thinking so. For example, you might dislike his wall building antics on the Mexican border, whereas your friend is focusing on his derogatory comments on women. You might have overlooked the derogatory comments on women completely or not even known about it at all, and you both apparently have the same conclusion. Hmm. So what's going on here? This actually means something quite radical. Trump is not either of your opinions, like, at all. In fact, he probably has a very good opinion of himself. So who is right? None of you. Trump is actually empty, empty of phenomenon, including supposed good and evil. These are just words, concepts, and judgments we made up. And even if they are concepts made to represent something, they are also impermanent. Another surprise. If Trump happened to use his life savings tomorrow to alleviate poverty in India or China... Your opinion or concept on him would slowly start to change from evil to good. Well, I say slowly because he still has a whole backlog of badness and negative atrocities he's done in the past. Guess what else? Those are also empty. Memory is just empty stuff. You can look and see. The memory of somebody hurting you I don't know, maybe your friend stole your money and you kept that in your mind. Even if they've realized their mistake, there's still a grudge between you two. Even if they say, sorry, there's a problem or some pain. But look now, are you hurting or suffering from that now? Like now, now, even if their actions did have negative consequences Like you were unable to pay your rent on time and your landlord got totally upset and wild. Where's that situation now? In the negative moment of your angry phone call with your landlord blaming you, saying it's all your fault, and then you say, no, it's all my friend's fault. They stole all my money. Wasn't that a bit of a ghost too? Sure, it felt real at the time, and it was all there. All these emotions were going on. But who felt them? Your friend, who was at the beach at the time, enjoying your cash on mojitos and tacos, certainly wasn't feeling the same way. It was you. This means you created some position about it by reacting, maybe unconsciously or habitually, and you did not remain empty. In fact, the truth is that nothing happened at all. The money was just paper that you, your friend, and your landlord attached, another Buddhist concept, or added on some meaning to, and created. You've created something out of nothing. None of you starved to death. Then there would be a problem. Well, it really isn't a problem if you look deeply into the nature of reality and know that you cannot truly die, but that would be the basis of all your fears all of you wouldn't it so really we have to look into this and investigate a bit further before seeing people situations politicians ideas about life and death the environment and all else a bit further really do your own investigation not merely research by reading but investigate this by looking within yourself this is how the Buddha and many others not just the Buddha came about these conclusions by direct investigation that there is no self there's nobody inside that is a solid reality the buddha tried to do what others were doing for a long time the status quo (laughs) in india for six years he was a hardcore ascetic practicing with other yogis and sadhus in the forest nearly starving himself and eating one grain of rice per day. And he did this all to come full circle back to himself, to sit on his bottom down under the Bodhi tree and say, huh, if that didn't work, I'm not moving until I figure this out. And he did. The rest of the story about how the demons and Mara, who's the ultimate demon, How they came to his mind to taunt him before he awakened or he became enlightened. They're just stories. We don't know and we weren't there. Nobody should blindly follow Buddhism or anything, any ism, without testing themselves first. And that's the point, to investigate who this is, who's feeling all these things and holding on to all these past and future events. The first investigation really is, who am I? Who creates and spins these stories and scenarios and attaches meaning to them? The same situation means two things to two different people. Remember? So to know how the situation really is... Would be both people asking, who am I? Or is this actually true? If it's not true because there's two different conclusions none can be found then that means it was empty so keep asking is this true and who am i when you do this sort of investigation on a very real level feelings of anxiety and existential angst can come this is actually known as the dark night of the soul and um you know, that's the terminology in some sort of spiritual circles. Uh, it's very, it feels very real. But because you're deconstructing yourself, you will have moments where the pain of habitual tendencies and lifelong patterns and dropped beliefs and going over old ghosts in meditation, it, it will happen. It's very real. You have to watch them and know that they're just, just ghosts somehow with your own power they have no real reality or sticking power of their own unless there's someone to interpret them and because your ego wants to hang on to you and all that you've experienced and your opinions and everything there's going to be a struggle well these feelings we humans have uh, we don't like them but they're a necessary part of being a human and it's necessary to awaken you don't have to tell anyone about them or justify it if you don't want to no one's actually judging you and if they are that's their own ignorance or their identity puzzle that they've not yet began to explore it's not yours so don't worry what others think of you even your closest friends and family easier said than done But also, feel free to share what you've experienced on the road to freedom with friends, mentors, your spiritual master, family, all of those guys, if you need support. However, don't expect even your closest friends and family to react how you want them to in a positive way. It can be a crazy, lonely path at times, but don't let that stop you. Remember the Buddha. Remember the millions of Tibetans deep in meditation right this second, knowing exactly how you feel on the path. Remember that you were born alone and you'll essentially die alone, but not as a sorrow, but a source of strength. Every one of us is subject to the same human conditions, the predicament. In fact, This whole thing called life is all to free yourself and make yourself empty to come back to who you truly are. Empty of all your limitations and boundaries, concepts, chains, this big ball of yarn you think is you, so that you no longer suffer or struggle with life as you did before. You just don't take it so seriously. So be open and courageous, ready for the ride. It will pay off in no time or sometime, but we all have to go, and we all have to arrive at the other shore. Gate gate paragate gate, sam gate, bodhi swaha, gone, gone, gone beyond, utterly beyond. Oh, what an awakening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, listen on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or any other platform you get your podcasts And, as always, I love to hear from you, so email me at CuriousBody at Zoho.com. Catch you later.